everyone. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm wondering, did you know that you can now join Ask the Tarot every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern live on Spotify? That's right, live. But we all know the best part of tarot isn't just listening, it's getting your own cards read. Have a question about your future or your past? Maybe about your love life or your career? I want to hear from you. All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app in your app store or click the link in our episode descriptions to sign up for free. Then follow Ask the Tarot in the Spotify Live app to get notified every time I go live and hear what the tarot has in store. Why miss out on that? Hello, everybody. It is Michelle T, the host of Ask the Tarot Live and your friend and the author of Modern Tarot and the host of the Your Magic podcast. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Um, Hello, beautiful beings. Right back at you, Jasmine. It's so wild now to come to this room like a little bit before six and see that six my time, of course, and see that the chat's already popping off. Like you guys are so great. Thank you so much for being here with all your wild enthusiasm. Um, and welcome to anybody who's here for the first time, right? The way, oh, cool, cool, cool. I just saw somebody uh, is here for the first time. I'm so excited. The way this works is um, it's real hard to get to all of you guys. In fact, it's impossible, but I will get to as many of you as I can. So if you want to ask a question, raise your hand and you'll just kind of go you know, into a little line there and uh, I'll get to you as soon as I can. And for those of you who are feeling, you know, a little shy, you have a question, but you don't want to speak or, you know, be on the spot. Here's what you can do. You can send me your questions over at Instagram. My Instagram handle is Michelle Tees, T-E-A-Z, right? And um, I'll get to them. You know, I'll put them. I have this like file, like 42 page document with everyone's questions in it. And I'm going to get to them as soon as I can. Um, God, that sounded so whiny. I didn't mean it to sound whiny. It's just more like, I want to answer everyone's questions. You know what I mean? All right. So I'm going to start um, right now with one that did come in through uh, my Instagram. And I really want to tell you guys, I love getting questions just also about tarot, like about your tarot practice. You know, like, what do you do? How do you read tarot cards? So this was a very cute one. And it says, can you do vibe check readings on pets? just for practice and to learn the cards better? Well, for sure, for sure. But also to know your pets a little better too, right? Um, I absolutely believe that you can do this. And I was very inspired to pull some cards on my own pets. So I did. I grabbed um, my She-Wolf Tarot deck, one of my favorites. Um, I will put pictures of all the decks that I use uh, on my Instagram later today. Okay, so there's four animals in my house right now. Uh, non-human animals anyway. And so the first one I picked for is our doggy Brody. So Brody came with my husband. So is really bonded primarily to TJ, but is also just like a love and loves everybody. Is like truly like the best dog in the world. In fact, if TJ's like on here, Brody is their avatar. So you can probably, uh, see them so um and, and and fall in love so i picked three cards okay and this is so interesting you guys especially because we went away for the weekend and brody was here at home with my mother and ever since we've been back she's been like really kind of strange right and really glued to tj's side just like right on him like sitting on his chest gazing at him from across the room or like right in his face. Um, she's just feeling like very, and then she'll like go and sit in like a sad place, right? Like she'll go sit in the corner behind the door on top of one of my purses, right? Just very strange. So I'm like, okay, this is great because I actually want to know what's going on with Brody. So the very first card I pick is the, is lovers. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Right. Who's her lover? The Hierophant. Oh my God. It's the Taurus card. TJ's a Taurus. TJ is her lover. <laughs> and then the moon. Oh, stop it. Three major arcanas for this little puppy. And it's very clearly she's a little lovelorn right now. Her man went away. She doesn't understand why, you know, she, and especially, you know, went away over 4th of July when there was all that noise. And so she was like kind of freaking out. And now she's just is realizing like, where does she stand with him? So I'm like, you need to like spend some QT, you know, with Brody and really just like, 
put your foreheads together and shoot pictures of love like right into her brain. That's what I like to do to animals when I'm trying to communicate with them. Okay, so then my familiar is this real rogue of an indoor-outdoor cat named Birthday Rainbow. He is a murderer. He murders a lot of animals. I don't want to hear about it. Don't tell me to put a bell on him because then coyotes will eat him. It's just, it's a problem that's bigger than me, okay? I can't, I can't solve the problem of our of the natural imbalance of the world so i'm not going to take that on but i do have an indoor outdoor cat named birthday rainbow and i freaking love him and um so the very first card i pull for birthday rainbow is the fool and that is him man he is just like he'll jump off the roof like he has more than nine lives he is buck wild so i got i got the fool card for him and he also i just feel like really loves life you know he's real handsome once i was walking back from the store and there were these three like young teenage girls that were like ooing and eyeing and freaking out in front of my, the gate to my backyard. And I'm like, what is happening? And I get closer and they're just like drooling over birthday. who was just like rolling around on his back for them. So love it. The next card for birthday rainbow page of cups. He's just a little baby. He's just learning how to be in the world, right? He doesn't understand emotions. He doesn't understand why we get so mad when he like knocks a vase off the mantle and breaks it and just seems to have done it, you know, for no real good reason. And then the final card, four of wands. Like he's good. He's solid. He likes us. He likes this this home. He literally walked in off the street on my kid's third birthday and decided he was never going to leave. So I like this. I like this a lot for birthday rainbow. I think he's good. But you guys, darkness is coming. The final pet in my household is a little hamster by the name of Little. And I think Little's having dark times, you guys, okay? So listen to the suite of cards that this hamster got. Now, just a little bit about the hamster. The hamster had a hard moment. The cat almost killed him, okay? I did bring Little into a home with, you know... A, a fierce predator, right? So, but we we thought he was safe. He was in this, she's in this giant three-story rat cage. But what happened was he likes to climb along the edge. The cat whipped at him, ripped his face. He looked like a tiny hamster horror movie for a moment. It was very sad. It's called being degloved. I guess it happens to a lot of prey animals a lot. Oh, dang indeed, Jasmine. Oh, dang indeed. But he's fine now. You'd never know anything like that ever happened to him. Um, and now we keep him upstairs in the office. He's right behind me. He's always here during Ask the Tarot. But check it, the very first card for him, the hanged being. So maybe he doesn't like being away. I think he likes being like downstairs where all the people are all the time. Um, and he feels maybe he's like putting, he's put, he's been placed in a room upstairs away for his own good. Kind of like the hanged man, right? Then the nine of swords. Oh my God, it's that anxiety card. Is he anxious? He does run on his hamster wheel all dang night. And then finally, a card that's uh, special for this deck, the She-Wolf Tarot, Saturn. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is really fucking heavy for a little hamster, right? And I'm like, what can I do for him? Like, this feels almost karmic. So then I pull another card for him, the Hermit. It is karmic. And so here's what I think. I think that like little, like this is little's incarnation this time around. He's this little hamster. He's stuck up here. He knows he's in a cage. He doesn't love it. We put him in the ball sometimes. I think that's just confusing. But like he's working out his own karma. It's bigger than us. You know, just like the the, the state of natural imbalance that allows my domesticated cat to go out and kill a bunch of natural birds in Glendale, California, an unnatural environment, I might add. So, you know, it, this is all bigger than us. And sometimes that's the main message that the tarot gives you. So, um, yes, you can definitely check in. Um, oh, Christina, you feel like little the hamster in your, in your current incarnation. Well, you're definitely as cute as little. I'm sorry that you feel like you're trapped in a cage, though. Um, all right, let me, let me get to you guys here in the room. Let me put these cards away. Anyway, the long answer to the short question. Yes, please pick cards for your, for your animals. Um, who do we have here? We have Mara. Hello, Mara. How can the tarot help you today? I wasn't even thinking y'all were, you were going to pick me. I was like, wow. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. Hello. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've been, uh, I also came over from Two Girls, One Ghost, and I've been following your IG. So, oh, thank you. <laughs> I was so like, much. yeah. So when you talk about your husband, I'm like, and I kind of like trolled around, you know. I'm like, oh, it's cute, <laughs> you know. Like, I, but yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my god, thank you. <laughs> nice surprise because I've been going through a whole lot. Oh, uh, I hear that. How can how can we help you out? What what do you need um, to know about? 
Um, basically, um, I just went through like a huge breakup and I think it was with the, with the karmic partner. Cause I did like a synastry. I did a bunch of stuff and like a couple, you know, somebody had told me that he was a karmic partner and it just like, once we like broke up, like it's crazy. Cause both of our parents got sick, both like our mom and dad's got sick at the, like basically the same time. Both of my parents are in the hospital Ooh. right now. And like my mom's getting heart surgery tomorrow. Oh goodness. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> hey, you got a lot going on. It's okay to get choked up about it. Um yeah, so it's just like a and with my, my job, it's like they were threatening to like cut her salary and stuff like that. And I've been like staying positive. Oh. So I'm like I guess like the question I'm asking like for yeah. my spirit guides is like I kinda have a plan of things that I wanna do, like finally follow like my dreams, you know? And I know it's probably yes. like a weird time to do it but <laughs> my, my world's falling apart yeah. definitely having a tower moment <laughs> but yeah like uh, i can't seem to like still let like um my ex go even though he's like i know he's not good for me so i'm like they probably just like maybe like i don't know like if, if it's something i don't know i guess i'm just asking the cards for guidance um you know okay. okay how uh, how long when did you guys break up um uh, on it was may 14th on the eclipse <laughs> oh damn yeah okay. that was like may 14th that's not that long that's not yeah. that long okay that you still feel a little shattered from it especially since like with everything else you're going through it's like i can imagine just really looking around you, yourself for like comfort and support and feeling that maybe a lot of your primary folks aren't in the picture right now. And that's going to be really hard. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, I guess like, you know, some sort of guidance or what I should be doing right now, you know? Well, do you want to pick, it sounds like you've got some kind of plan brewing, which I like. Um, do you want me to pick on like, what does it look like if you go forward with this sort of plan that you have for yourself? Yeah, okay, let's see what that looks like if you if you do that, if you if you go forward, even though, you know, whatever the timing might not be great. Who cares? You know, timing is rarely great. It looks really good for you. It looks like there might be an aspect of your plan that you might learn that you, is actually not for you as much as you thought it was. Um, but I think if, you know, especially if your plan has a lot of different components, it looks the very first card you get is the sun. And my gosh, what do you need on the heels of a breakup is the sun, right? going through a dark time you want the sun you're like please come out sun so yes like taking these positive steps for yourself you know it's going to be really it's going to have a really strong and beautiful effect on you um the next card that comes up is the adjustment card so i'm reading with the toth deck and it's a riff on the justice card so you know that's about having to make some decisions having to make like really good decisions for yourself um it's about having to keep keep things in harmony and if what's interesting is what comes after that is the 10 of cups oh my god you know i'm getting a vibe off of this that like do, do you and your ex have you guys like broken up come together broken up yeah okay yeah um you know i wouldn't be surprised the ten of cups i know in the rider weight deck the ten of cups is a very beautiful card but in the top deck um it's not really it's sort of like then they're done that what's next so what's very interesting is I think that, um, you know, if there's a possibility because the adjustment card being the justice card is also a Libra card, it is about relationships too. I wouldn't be totally surprised if, if like as you move forward, feeling really great, if there's some sort of like, oh, like the ex comes back around again or but like you're like, no, actually, like I've leveled up my baseline and I don't actually want to say yes to things that aren't good for me because saying yes to things that are good for me is making me feel so good mm -hmm. i don't want to take that step backwards so that's one read on it um another read on it is just that you know as you're integrating whatever this like you know your your plan your new journey your new steps forward as you're integrating those things for yourself there just might be something that you're like oh i thought that was going to be a little more exciting and it's not and that's okay like you can you can figure that out the the main thing here i think is the sun card is going to give you such a burst of energy and give you so much life um that you've done the, that you do what you do for yourself and um that you know it's going to bring you to a place where you have to make additional decisions to go forward it looks really good to me 
Yeah, it's funny because you say adjustment. Oh, I'm a Libra. Are, okay, <laughs> yeah, Libra, a Libra with the Sagittarius moon, and my ex was a Sagittarius, and we're both like Sagittarius stelliums. Oh, so, so I mean, you got yeah. Sagittarius. It's people with a lot of Sag will just keep running headfirst into the same wall again and again if it looks like an exciting wall or a philosophically challenging wall or like you know if there's something about it. So I can see. I say that as somebody who also has a Sag stellium, and I've ran into a lot of walls. But I do see that, like, (laughs) you know, that is very interesting that you um, are a Libra, you know, and that the adjustment card is is one of your cards. So actually that paired with the sun can make me feel like, you know, your sun is in, you know, Libra is in the adjustment card. That It really could be about um, getting more deeply connected and taking actions that align you sort of with like your essence, like put you in the place that you really ought to be, if that makes sense. Yeah, I've been, you know, one of the things that I've been doing, I've been uh, learning how to do tarot as well. And I've been pulling a lot of the high priestess and the hangman and the hermit. So I'm like, oh, all these. Oh, make- the hermit is the ultimate breakup card. Fight. <laughs> I just think it is the, like, when the hermit card comes up, I'm always like, you know, uh, did you just, are you in a breakup? <laughs> and like, the, the answer is generally yes, I am in a breakup. So. You know, um, but, you know, that high priestess is really beautiful. It shows that there's really um, something here for for you to kind of grow through. Um, And, you know, I don't know. See someone about a cord cutting. I think they're really helpful. I've definitely gone to energy workers. You know, there is this theory. There's an idea in mystic circles that when we're very intimate with somebody and very vulnerable with them, they, it's almost like there's a cord between us and them, right? And it's not just with lovers, it's also with family members and, and people who are very close and have a big impact on mm-hmm. us. And, um, you know, there's an idea that you can energetically cut those cords and ask everything that belongs to that other person to go back to them and to also take everything that belongs to you back into your own body and then just release all the other shit right into the earth. So I have found those rituals to be helpful. So, you know. I just want to, like, because it's like, Cause he's a, he is like a twin flame. Like, uh, I did have some, one of my friends that did like a sinistry that he has a karmic death to me, but he kind of uh-huh. like really messed me up. Like this time around, I'm like, you're just securing more, car- more karma. You know? That's what it sounds okay. like. It's what it sounds <laughs> like, I don't know. He's like, it's like, you can release each other. You can release yeah. and go and stand in the sun. 10 of cups. That means that you're at the end of an emotional cycle and you're ready for a new emotional cycle for new emotional challenges, yeah. not the same old emotional challenges. Yeah. He, he drinks a lot and it's getting like, worse and worse. It's Mara. getting worse and worse. It's getting worse and worse. Yeah. And he was bringing me down. Like, yeah. you know, I'm like the sunshine and he's like, like he was just like basically sucking my happiness out. So, but it's like, you, we know when you still love somebody, like you want to help them. <laughs> yeah, but you know, especially with addicts, helping an addict and enabling an addict sometimes look like the same thing. Yeah, he doesn't think it's a problem, you know, but he drinks every day. He might not be like he's a high functioning alcoholic, so he thinks he he has it together, you know. Well, I just think whatever this plan is for you, I hope that it helps you just put that focus, oh, take your focus off of him and put it back on yourself. It's the number one. I mean, that's the essence of the sun card, you know, filling yourself up with light and your own love, putting all that caring, concerning energy into yourself and then, you know, bringing that out into the world. Yeah, I just like, you know, I want confirmation that I'm doing the right thing to like let him go and follow my dreams, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. The sun is your is your dream. The sun is a star. So it's sort of like going after your star, going after what you're meant to do in this lifetime. It's not take care of a, of a person in that way. No. It's so hard, though. <laughs> well, we wish you so much luck. You have a lot of support. Thank you so much. Check back in with us. I will. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. Bye, Mom. You. Bye. Bye. Oh, man. Once alcoholism came into the mix, I was like, damn, no, 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 we can't have that. We can't have that. It's too stressful. Um, Alcoholics need to take care of themselves. I say as an alcoholic who hopefully took care of herself. (laughs) Okay, here is, here's quite a question that came in, you guys. Um, 
All right. I am currently in a relationship with someone I share a child with, and our relationship has been pretty hard lately. To be honest, it's had several rough patches for as far back as I can remember. To make matters more challenging, we have been living with his parents for the last year uh, or so while we look for a house, but nothing has really opened up or changed, and I'm beginning to think maybe it never will. I am so over living in this house with his family, and basically my anxiety is triggered daily just being here as we have a lot of personality clashes. The only time I can seem to find true inner peace is when I'm at work, where I work in a beautiful greenhouse with so many lovely and kind souls. I've been at my job for almost a year now, and over time, I've developed strong feelings for someone I work with. To be specific, it's my supervisor. I feel such strong feelings towards him, and I sense that maybe they feel similarly, although I don't know for sure. Because of my situation at home, it feels weird to share my feelings with them, but I'm wondering what it would look like if I did. Would this totally change the work dynamic for the worse? Should I continue working here or look for a different job? Uh, could you check in on the energy of our dynamic? This person feels special to me, and I have not had feelings for anyone in several years. I'm feeling very confused and very stuck. There's no way I could financially support myself and my child if I were to leave the situation I'm in now, at least not for a while. I truly don't know what to do. Hoping you and the tarot can help. Wow, that's a, there's a lot of problems here. I mean, the main problem that is being asked is should I tell should I tell my supervisor that I have a crush on him, which honestly feels like the least of your worries, right? I mean, it's it looks like a like a catalyst, right? You're being catalyzed to think about shaking up your life because you've connected with somebody who is very special. And I have no doubt this person is very special. I have no doubt that you're very special and that you have a really sweet and inspiring, um, you know, energy that sort of maybe is showing you um, that other cool things are possible. So, whoa, okay. Um, I want to know so much more here, right? Like, I want to know, like, you know, uh, several rough patches for as far back as you can remember. Like, how long is that? Um, you know, is there, what, what does a rough patch look like? I don't know. Anyway, not only did I pick the cards that our querent requested, you will not be surprised to know that <laughs> I picked, I picked some cards that I, that I wanted to know about, right? So, okay. What if I shared my feelings with my supervisor. Um, okay, so what's very interesting is the very the, the middle card for this is the world. I'm using the, the a really beautiful deck called the Vinder deck. Um, it's very sort of watercolory and minimalist. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, um, this is a really big deal for you. Um, this is at the very least, like I was saying, a really big catalyst. Even if this isn't something that is like you guys are meant to be together. You know, the thing that feels like a big red flag to me is this idea of sort of like hopping relationships, you know? I mean, I don't know. For all I know, you guys are poly. You know, you say, I haven't felt like this in a long time. Maybe maybe it's okay that you have a crush and that you're willing to share on your supervisor. I don't know what the situation with your um, with your partner is. But, um, you know, it, it looks like this is, this is really a big thing. Um, but it doesn't look good, you know? It looks like a weird situation where you might... You might have to kind of get it, let the cat out of the bag because you feel the need for that type of um, just to purge it, you know, but five of cups and three of swords, disappointment and sorrow. Um, I don't know that they feel the same. Maybe they do feel the same, but they're not willing to get involved because it's work or because you are married. You know, it looks like it looks like this is your truth right now, but it looks like it's, it plays out, you know, you're not going to get what you want. Um, a, a big thing with the five of cups is that expectations are dashed. So when, when the, when the five of cups is in your future, I always want people to think, you know, what are my expectations here? Okay. Um, even if you think you don't have any, you got to hope, right? What is it? Can you dial it back a little bit? Okay, what does it look like for you to keep working at this place? This is a question that you asked. I think it's really interesting that it sounds like you are in sort of a, a really rough patch right now, a rough place. This place is the only thing giving you joy, but you're willing to leave it. I think that's really interesting, um, and I just want you to think about that. Okay, so if you keep working here, it's really interesting. You have the lover's card. So, you know... Um, you got the lover's card, the page of cups, and the chariot. So 
I am I'm building off of the, the fact that you just got a, a hard reading for telling your supervisor that you care about them, right? Um, when the lover's card comes up, it usually means like there's a decision to be made, like something, something, a decision has to be made. It's usually about a love situation and it's, it's, it's very challenging and it really can alter, you know, the course of your immediate future. So you're having to make some sort of choice. Is it the choice to stay there? Is it the choice to have told, you know, your supervisor, um, the page of cups, is really a novice when it comes to emotional situations, right? This is someone who's just learning about relationships and, and about the world of emotions. So I'm thinking this is maybe you, you know, if you've been sort of trapped in a relationship that has not been feeding you emotionally, maybe it's been stunting you. Um, and now all of a sudden that, that kind of part of your, yourself is being opened up by these feelings. Like it's very page of cups. You also got the chariot. Um, the chariot is a card about leaving, moving on, right? So very, very interesting to get a card about leaving in the reading about staying. Um, whether or not to stay at this job does feel like it's really a really big, important question. I mean, the chariot is also a positive card, right? It could be that, you know, you decide to stay there and work through whatever awkwardness happens between you and your supervisor and just accept that you're the page of cups. You, you know, you took a chance, which is always kind of a sweet thing to do. Um, or it could be that you ultimately, you decide to stay, but you ultimately find that it's too hard. Now looking at like, what does it look like for you to leave? I mean, it's really kind of vague, to be honest. You got the fool card. So it is a rash thing to do, right? Um, sometimes fool energy is great. It's one of my favorites, right? I, I wanted more cards to sort of color the type of fool that it is. But what I got is the page of pentacles and the king of cups. So and again, another page, and I feel like you, Quarant, are maybe the page energy here, right? Um, in the first question, uh, the last question rather, page of cups, you're not really quite sure you're a novice at handling um, your emotional world. Um, and then the page of pentacles with looking for a new job, is there something sort of like, are you having to start over again? Do you not have a ton of job skills? Um, is this a sort of like, wild wild thing for you to do um i see jasmine has a question like is is the person the supervisor available or single right or heterosexual i don't know we don't know i don't know any of these things um i'm like i'm getting a gay vibe off the supervisor psychically <laughs> then you got the king of cups so this is interesting i'm feeling like who's the king of cups in your life probably it's the supervisor it's this you know a masked person masculine person who's holding sort of all the emotional power you know for right now so it seems like if you go look for another job, you're sort of being driven out of your workplace or allowing yourself to be driven out of your workplace by this situation. So I don't know. It doesn't look great. You know, I want great cards for you, Quarant. I want greatness. The energy of your dynamic. What is it? You asked. I pulled cards. Um, it's, you know, it's really interesting that I was like, is this person a catalyst? You know, a lot of people, for better or worse, I tend to think it's for worse, the only way they get out of a relationship is by sort of setting up another one to jump into. This is not uncommon. I think that we probably all have seen people do this. Maybe we have done this. Maybe it's been done to us. Maybe all three, right? So is this what's happening? It might be. Um, in, in a sense, it's not terrible. The middle card you have is the three of wands. So there is a really positive aspect to your dynamic. The three of wands is really beautiful. It's called virtue. You know, I think, again, that this person is triggering in you feelings that you haven't felt for a long time, maybe um, inspiring you to think about yourself in a different way, in a different light that feels really good and powerful. It's nice, you know, like, I don't think this is a bad person. Um, but the other two cards that you have for the nature of your dynamic it's the page of swords and death. Okay. So yeah, like, is this dynamic meant to catalyze you into waking up to your situation? Is it, you know, is it really just about you? You know, I, I, it might be like, you know, it really might be, this is kind of a lot about you. Um, again, with the page, right? I think you're really being represented by the, this, the pages in this reading. The page of swords wants to destroy. She's done. She wants to destroy. Um, and the death card obviously is about, things dying, right? Things, things being dead. So it's, I think that like, there's something about this dynamic that's making you recognize how dead your relationship is for you right now. And you want to destroy it. Um, you want to sabotage it's, you know, it's not, 
it's not a crazy desire in the midst of something that feels so hard as this, right? It really, it really isn't. Is it, is it your only way out? Is it your best way out? I'm not sure. So, um, you know, what if you stay with your husband? Okay. And with, I asked these, now we're getting into the questions that I'm asking. Cause I'm just like, okay, I have a lot of questions here. Um, all right. Sarah feels like I'm talking to her. I'm not Sarah. This is not your question, <laughs> but you know, we hear things for a reason sometimes, right? So what does it look like, Querent, if you stay with your, your husband, but like not in the way that you've been doing it, like we're just, you know, resigned to each other in this shitty situation right now, you know? No, that's not going to work. You need, what does it look like if you're like, hey, I'm like, I'm like a foot and a half out the door here. Like I'm like falling in love with other people. Like this is, you know, like we need to, we need to do something. Like, are you willing to do something with me? Um, the first, the first one you got is the eight of discs. Um, and that is a really, really great card. Um, it is really about, um, you know, having like, like, I think that there's a way that if you guys could maybe sit down and really communicate each other, um, with each other in a way that maybe you haven't in a long time, maybe you never have take a chance, do something different. I think you can see that like you, you do have something that you share that is meaningful, there's worth to it. Okay. The next one, four of wands, like, okay, again, there's some stability here. There is, you know, a, um, there's you, you guys, there's a foundation that you have built. Right. And then the five of swords. Okay. Like there's a lot that you guys need to kind of almost fight about. I mean, I don't want to tell you to fight about it. Cause like fighting never really helps anything. I don't think, but it's, um, you know, you might find that you're not going to, you don't get what you want. Okay. Um, or that it's very, very hard. Maybe you guys need some couples counseling. I don't know. I don't know. What does it look like for you to leave this relationship? And when I asked this question, it wasn't leave this relationship and run into the arms of your supervisor. What if you leave this for you? Right. Cause you're like, I don't want this dynamic. I don't want this situation. And I, I really hear you when you're like, I can't afford that right now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to like ignorantly challenge that because it's rough to be a single parent. It's rough to be low income. Um, but I do want you to think about every single freaking resource that you might have available to you. Okay. Every single one. Cause I want to really believe in my heart that we're not trapped. No one is trapped except little, the hamster who put himself there in a past life. Okay. But you're not, you're not little, the hamster. Um, you know, it looks rough for you to leave, but here's, here's what's interesting for you to stay looks like it's good. Um, and then it actually, you hit a wall and you're like, actually, we can't work through this. And it's like the opposite for leaving at first. It's really hard, right? You get the eight of cups and, and that's a, that's a hard card, right? You're just like, Oh, you just, you just feel like, Oh God, I just left this whole thing. Um, you know, I really want you to ask yourself, like, what part of you really feels like you need to be partnered? I'm wondering, like, do you feel like you need to be partnered or you need to be with like a guy? Like, look at those aspects of yourself um, because you can, you don't have to. You can you can, you know, choose to be with anybody, you know, but maybe from a place of getting back into your strength a little bit. You have the five of wands. It looks stressful to be on your own. It looks really stressful. And then ace of wands, a breakthrough. And you're starting a new cycle. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not, you know, yes, it, it is. It looks hard. What about moving the fuck out of your in-laws house? Um, Knight of wands, strength, and the queen of cups. With or without your husband, you can get out of this house. Like, is it hard? Yes. Do you just have to fucking do it? Yes. I mean, maybe you would rather live in like a roach motel than share space that makes you anxious all day, having personality clashes, right? Um, I think it would be good for you to get out of there. And I also wanted to know, do you need help with your anxiety? Because I get that you're in a situation that would provoke anxiety, but the way you spoke about your anxiety, the way that you call it like my anxiety, I'm like, oh, your anxiety. You sound very familiar with it. You have some ownership over it. I understand. I, I also know my own <laughs> anxiety. So what if you also looked at your anxiety? Because when we get our anxiety under control, we're able to like take bigger chances that help us in our life. So, um, First card, seven of cups. In this deck, the vendor deck, it's like somebody's like drowning and reaching for a cup in the sky. So I can understand if you're just like, this isn't going to help me. 
you know, if like you have a wall up against it or you have some kind of story why you can't do it. But also it looks like you're drowning a little bit. The next card immediately after, six of cups. Whew, dry ground, right? Higher ground. There's even, you're even flying a kite. There's even a kite in the picture. There's emotional relief um, on this path for you. There's also um, the nine of discs, which is a really great, solid card. Um, it's very, very good. So yeah. I, I see I see that um, I've picked way too many cards for one person, <laughs> but damn, weren't you concerned? I was real concerned. I was like, I gotta, I can't just answer. I have to, I have to look into what's not being said as well as what is being said. So um, tell your, tell your supervisor how you feel about them. Look at it as the catalyst it, that it is. Look at your own psychology. Why are you still in this relationship? Do you feel like you need to be with the person? What happens if you stand on your own feet? Don't leave that job because it gives you life. Do take care of your anxiety and get the hell out of your uh, in-law's house. This is all gonna be hard. It's not gonna be easy, but you can do it. Okay, all right, good luck to you. All right, if you are just like, what the hell am I listening to right now? Let me tell you, you're listening to Ask the Tarot Live. Uh, I'm doing tarot readings, raise your hand. I'll call on folks in the room. You can also send me you know, your, your problems <laughs> to uh, my Instagram at Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z. And I wanna let you guys know that I do this every Thursday, six o'clock on the Pacific Coast and uh, nine o'clock on the Atlantic Coast. And if you wanna listen to back episodes, you can do that. Go over to Spotify and just search for Your Magic. It's my uh, podcast and all the back Ask the Tarot rooms are right there too. You can listen to them. And uh, what else did I want to tell you? Oh, Your Magic has merchandise, you guys. We have freaking adorable, gorgeous shirts by a beautiful art artist, Nipur Choksi. And it's like, if you're a fire sign, you can get the fire goddess. We have the water goddess, the air goddess. Oh, I saw that April loves the designs. Thank you. I'm so happy that you love them. Um, we also have dad caps. <laughs> for the dads in your life or the dad vibes in your life. Uh, so please check that out. And we're doing a survey because we really want to figure out like how to best serve you guys, you know, our listeners, our community. And if you fill out the survey, um, you can, you know, be entered into like a raffle to win some merch and a private tarot reading with me, you know, the whole hour, the whole shebang. So go check out your magic uh, website. This is your magic.com and you'll find all of that stuff there. And you can also find us on Instagram at this is your magic. And um, that will also lead you towards all of these things I'm talking about and even more. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Lacey. Go get a shirt. They're so cool. They're really cool. Okay. Meg, you are up right now. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Um, well, actually, I wanted to ask a question because I, you know, maybe things in my life haven't been so great. And I want to see, like, okay. if the tarot can tell me that good things are coming down the pipeline or maybe what should I do to, you know, to have some more control over my life and get good things going. Okay. Is there any particular, um, a, like, area of life that you want to know about more than others? Is it, like, the whole shebang? It's pretty much the whole shebang. But, um, you know, like health which i know is sort of iffy with tarot and then it is yeah. relationships money housing i had called you um uh before and we did a tarot reading and um it looks like i'm still waiting on housing so um <clears throat> you did a little card pulling where it was supposed to be um four or five months okay. and i think that's gonna be months <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man, I'm sorry. It's so hard to. It's really hard to figure out time with cards. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so let me see. So you want to know what you can do to sort of jumpstart some positive energy into all these areas of your life? Yes. Yeah, and sort of like what's going on because I I really feel like I've made some good decisions in life and sort of some accidents happen. Like maybe you know just sort of like around somebody who. Um, you know, maybe taking consequences for other people's actions rather than for my life, if that makes sense. I'm sorry, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> You're being so big, Meg. I want to be able to help you. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I, you know, I'll tell you, just really roughly, like, um, I built, like, a really nice okay. life for myself, so, so happy, and oh. I was assaulted from uh -huh. behind. <laughs> 
there was a two drunk people in a fight and I got repeatedly. Yeah. And then, um, three months later, um, you know, basically the same thing happened. And then three months after that, I was in a car accident because I was at a complete stop and somebody was texting and didn't stop. And their car went underneath my car. I know. And so, I mean, I even, I was doing really good work in the community. I really, I won awards. I really was living a very productive, nice life. And I've just been so shocked about how, Mm -hmm. you know, people will be there for the first accident, sort of hands off with a second, with a third one, it's, it gets to really like nasty behavior from people. Like, you know, my partner in business, he told me that he couldn't help me because he needed to get something from me. I needed to become his mistress and then he could help me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm sort of in crazy town right now and I want to figure out like... You are, mate. I'm really, really sorry. Well, what do you want? What do you want? What do you feel like your options are? I don't... Like, I need to get um, recovered from this car accident. Like, they're, um, Uh you know... So I don't know if that means that I need to leave the country. Um, The way that insurance and... um, is if you're in a car accident, most doctors won't see you. And then you're on a waiting list for years. And then they tell you that they can't see you because you've, you know, it's been X amount of time after the accident. And you're like, well, <laughs> um, so like, I don't really know what I need to do for medical care. Do I go abroad, which I would love to do. And by the way, me and my brother were doing it and he actually passed away right before we could do it. So it's like whatever sort of out I find, whatever sort of, you know, good direction I find, it's like the, you know, it really, it's surprising how it works out, (laughs) not in my favor. It's really intense. It's like a lot. Yeah. These are, these are a lot Mm -hmm. of things to live through in, uh, you know one after the other and I'm really sorry um let's see what it looks like for you to go abroad Uh, no and and I was even thinking about like um even like uh my car insurance agent he told me that he couldn't file the appropriate paperwork because I needed to move into his house and let him give me massages right and that's like nuts so that costs a lot of money to prove in court and maybe I should reach out to I don't know, some sort of lawyer or something like that. But I feel like I've reached out to so many lawyers to help. And unfortunately, you find out that it's a money-making industry. (laughs) So it's not about like, what did this person do? How egregious was it? It's, can I make money off of it? And um, like, I, I don't know. I was thinking about trying to reach out to somebody, like a journalist or something like that, and just ask them their, you know, should I just, I don't know. I'm so rambling and nervous, and this is like this is a lot to no, talk okay. about no, it's a lot. It's for a lot. tarot. It's I don't think lot. the tarot can solve this, um, but well, no, you know, but the tarot can kind of help a little bit, right? So listen, yeah. Um, so it's abroad, my, my question for tarot is, what the f? What's going yeah. on? You know, yeah. I, I mean, who fucking knows? We're living on a random rock <laughs> spinning in space, right? Like, why does anything happen? Like, feeling. there's so much pain and random violence and sadness in the world. And so it's like, yeah, how do you, how do you hold on to your resiliency mm-hmm. in the face of that when you feel like you're just getting slapped around by the, by the universe, right? Um, I want to say that, you know, listening to you talk and shuffling, I'm just like, mm-hmm. you really need a huge restart, like a huge energetic restart, you know, where you cut your losses yeah. as unjust as that might be to have to do those things. And, you know, and when you were like, oh, I want to move abroad, I'm like, ooh, wow, that's, that feels like a real cutting of the losses um, and, and a real, like a, a big energetic restart. And the cards that I just pulled for you for moving abroad, you got the star and the Aeon. Whoa, that's really, really great. I mean, the star is all about like reach for the stars. Like what's the maybe kind of radical, but really visionary thing that you truly want in your heart, you know, and that you wanted to do this with your brother. And I'm sure it's tainted by the sadness of not having him. But then I wonder, is it also infused a little bit um, with the magic of of his, you know, of his hand in it somehow also that you're going you're going forward and doing it, you know, for for the both of you, you know, with him sort of like, I don't know, on your shoulder in a way. Um, the Aeon is really, really great. The Aeon is literally a new beginning. 
which is what you need, right? Yeah, the Aeon is the Aeon is a riff on the judgment card. So it does ask you to look back and be like, you know, mm-hmm. all right, what do I want to take with me? And what do I fucking not want to take with me? Like, what am I throwing in the dumpster before I leave? And so it looks like a re- that could be a very powerful moment for you. It's a major arcana card. The card that you have in the middle is the seven of discs. Okay. And so that's really interesting. This is what you're fighting against to get this plan off the ground is, you know, and I just want to say that the seven of discs is no match for the star in the Aeon. So you can do it, but don't be surprised when, you know, what comes up is a sense that like, if things aren't moving fast enough, you're like, this plan is cursed. This isn't happening. You know, this is just another thing. I mean, it must be really hard not to write a story after coming through so many negative Mm -hmm. events, you know, um, just one negative event can can cause somebody to write a story in their head, about, you know, who they are and, and what's in store for them. So, you know, I can really imagine. But, um, you know, yeah, you it's it's really the seven. The seven is of discs is a fear of failure card. And so it's like what you want, you know, the discs are earth. They want to be growing. And when the seven comes up, things there's like a pause. Things aren't moving as fast as you want them to. And so a lot of doubt creeps in a lot of panic creeps in self-sabotage can creep in so i say you know whatever that plan was to move forward that's your out um talking to a journalist like that actually could be very um it actually could be gratifying and give you a sense of care of being cared for to talk to somebody who cares. Um, Unfortunately, you're also going to have to talk to some people who don't care. (laughs) Um, You got the ace of cups the eight of cups and the nine of cups. Mm-hmm. So this is, you know, it's, it's really interesting. It's like, to me, it's saying that the urge to talk to like a journalist is really about like, it's, it's like, it's not even, it's like you, you need that emotional support. Like you need your pain to be seen by someone. Um, it doesn't even necessarily matter whether or not like, you know, you get your payout, you get your yes. doctor's appointment. It's more like, can somebody see what I've been through here? And, you know, you know, actually, I mean, I I actually don't want to talk about the accents ever again. Like, I really need money to pay for the medical. And that's been the most, the biggest hurdle is not having medical and not having any of the insurance revo- resolved. But it sounds like if I do contact a journalist, it'll just be about the story and no justice will be served. I wouldn't say no justice would be served. The nine of cups is called happiness. And I do think you get something satisfied in your, in, so it could be, it could be the justice. I mean, it's not a money card, right? Um, so you have to understand that, you know, this isn't necessarily like where you get your money, but it does look like there's something important there for you. Um, and I'm sure you don't want to talk about it again, but at the same time, you might want what comes from having talked about it, right? You, with the eight of cups, it's also telling me that like, you're probably also going to have to like, kiss a few frogs before you find the writer that wants to do something with you, that wants to work on this with you. Um, but that that writer is out there. I mean, and, and just to be clear, I wanted to contact a journalist to see if they knew like a, a attorney who could do something. Cause you know, if somebody writes about something, then they're well connected and they're, you know, like if they write about insurance or automobile stuff, then they'll be connected. Mm. But it sounds like that's not I don't really know about I say, I say you need to just, you know, if you're looking for, for health, like a system of healthcare that's not a total dumpster fire, like is go where you can get healthcare, go abroad. It looks rejuvenating and regenerating for you in ways beyond just getting your healthcare sorted. Okay. okay. That yeah. Good luck. Sorry for the the too much information. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate. Yeah, the more information I've been... I have as a tarot reader, the more I can be helpful. So thank you for trusting <laughs> me with your story. Take care. You take care too. Bye. Okay. All right. Wow. Wow. So never too much information here, says Sophie. And I could not agree more. Let's see. Who else? Who else is uh, too much information? Can we? Can we have Jackie? You are up right now. Hello. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. All right. So um, I guess what I kind of wanted to ask. So. Mine's going to be more about my career path. Uh huh. So right now okay. I have a three options. So I am a makeup artist, so I'm doing that right now. But I did get a really good, um, I applied for a different job just because I felt like it was needed. Um, so I went for like a more luxury retail 
job and they actually accepted me and okay asked me to like come and do this and then i also have um i got asked to be an apprentice for a tattoo shop yeah wow. so i just kind of really want to know like if i should work more on my art or if i should just uh you know stop doing art completely and just focus more on retail okay I'm, I'm i just pulled three cards on art now i'm pulling three cards on well three cards on um yeah on your um this opportunity that you just were offered to do the luxury work and now i'm gonna shuffle and and ask what does it look like for you to take the tattoo apprenticeship? How cool that you have so many options. I love that for you. Um, and they all look imperfect, yet good, <laughs> which I hate. Um, so, okay, the least, the least helpful one to me looks like um, staying in, you said you're a makeup artist? Yeah. Okay, got it. Um, yeah, it looks like, you know, continuing to do that work for some reason are you just like over it um no it's more of like me getting harassed at work um from like other not my not from like my actual um like counter or anything like that just people around me uh -huh. okay because like yeah it looks like you know the for, for staying with doing makeup you know staying with your makeup artistry um the, you have the wealth card the ten of discs so it's like okay like you can definitely make a living doing that like it's stable for you but then you have the ten of swords ruin right a terrible card and then the five of of wands strife which is about a lot of conflict and drama so yeah that it looks like you know the way that the way that you have it the way that um that you're that you're able to do that work right now yeah that situation is not good for you but but i think that you know i don't know if there's a way to get a different scenario where you're not working around a bunch of horrible people because it looks good for you um with the wealth card you know for a career reading now looking at the um, working the luxury retail that looks really interesting that there's a lot that that can give you it's the you got the queen of wands so like you definitely feel like elevated in this environment and doing this work and you're good at it you have a lot of energy for it a lot of passion for it you might even be able to like continue to rise and get sort of like management or i don't know whatever whatever is available for folks to kind of rise in that place you also got the four of discs power sun and capricorn which is great for career you know capricorn is the career sign so i love when cards like that come up um it looks super stable but i'm concerned because in the middle you have the ten of wands which to me says that like you know at some point you're going to be like Ugh, why did i think i want to work here um but that might not happen for years, right? I think what it's saying is that there's really something you can get out of this, um, but like it's not your it's not your end all be all. You're going to move on from there at some point. You're going to hit a wall with it. Does that make sense? No, yeah, that definitely makes sense. Because um, what I was just thinking is, I wanted, which is funny that you say about my first deck is, um, I did get offered um, like a whole nother uh, store, basically just because I am doing management and. Um, that's kind of where I'm like in the middle of it's like they asked me if I wanted to go work at another store with other people. And then this luxury place, what, what I want to do is I just really want to use it to um, get in there, I guess. And then eventually just move up. Cause if I get, it, I'm going to be moving straight to management. So it's, it's both like very similar. So that makes a lot of sense. Okay. That, that is, that's really cool. Okay. That's, and I like that you already know that you're like, yeah, I just want to like get in there and like get all of that kind of power and get all of that, um, you know, the experience that you can then bring onto your neck, whatever your next stop is. Um, you know, something, the, it looks like the apprentice thing looks a little rough. Like it looks like you're going to be working a lot. You got the Prince of Swords, the hanged man and work. And so to me, it looks like, is this maybe not the best scenario for you? Like, um, apprenticing with tattooing i think is good for you i pulled another card and i got like the six of discs it's like obviously you're like you're talented and you could have like a future like growing and doing this but i'm wondering if it's going to just feel like the apprentice you know being kind of kept away from like you're not going to be able to grow as much as you want to grow like you're going to be you're going to be kept in that, that apprentice role for like too long does that make sense no that definitely makes sense just because the uh... Um, 
just because that's what I was thinking about, you know, like, I don't know how long it would take and they can't really guarantee you. So I was yeah. really, happy on that, but thank you. Yeah. That's, that's going to like eat at you. I think a little bit. What sign are you? I'm a Taurus with Pisces, Pisces. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. That's great. Um, oh my God. Taurus with Pisces, Pisces working in luxury retail. Like, I love that. <laughs> I love that for you. That looks like the way to go. I would say out of your, you know, unless you want, unless you, um, I mean, you know, did you say you, you do have the opportunity to work elsewhere in your, in your makeup world? Yeah, that definitely. Yeah. They said, uh, I was allowed to do that, but I don't know. I'm really feeling like these cu- last couple of days, I was really iffy on if I should just move. Cause I, I don't like change. Uh-huh. So yeah. being able, like just this morning I woke up and I was like, okay, this is what I have to do. And I'm going to just probably choose that. So hearing that is very comforting. Okay. All right. Good. Well, I'm glad that that was helpful for you. You're welcome. Have a good night. Right. I, you know, I have barely looked at the chat today, but it just seems like it's, it's like wild, you guys. Right. Oh my God. It's wild, wild, wild. I love you guys. I love um, how supportive you are of each other. Um, Folks, we have a Discord, so you can kind of keep this party going after this, right? Which I also love. Okay, Um, uh, we got some more time. So let me see. I have this uh, came in for me, and it's another, like, I'm I'm living with my partner's parents, WTF. Okay, without going into too many details, my husband and I live with my mother in law. Um, she had a series of strokes in the summer of 2020 and almost didn't make it, but now is disabled, mostly in a wheelchair, slowly regaining strength. The way this worked out was that his oldest sister was initially taking care of her. His parents are divorced, but dropped the news on us that she was moving out when we started planning our elopement. We had gotten engaged before his mother had the strokes. We would be moving in and becoming caretakers two weeks after we got back from our honeymoon. Whoa, that's That's intense. Okay. My husband is absolutely fantastic and is truly appreciative of the big sacrifice I've made to help his family, but I feel trapped. The situation is very ambiguous. I am a person who values alone time and is very independent, but there is no clear answer to how long we will have to do this. Will she recover enough to where we can be on our own again? I don't like to think about it, but will we be here until she passes away? We both work full-time in different shifts, so coming home and doing extra laundry, cooking extra meals, sorting medication, driving to appointments, etc., is emotionally draining for me. I think this is even harder for me because I spent most of my childhood and teen years helping my mom take care of my grandparents' declining health. She truly ran herself into the ground taking care of us and our house, plus them. She struggled a lot with the stress and anxiety and took it out on our family much of the time. I had been in this caretaker role for so long already. I always told myself I'd never let myself be in a situation like that again. Isn't it funny how the universe proves you wrong? But anyway, I guess some questions for the tarot are, what does my future hold in my home life and caretaking situation? Will my mother-in-law recover? Will she be? A- will we be able to live alone as a married couple at some point? Thanks for reading this. And uh, I don't know if this will help, but I'm an airy sun, cancer moon, and sag rising. Wow, 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 wow. We're just really hearing about um, a lot. It feels like tonight is a lot about, you know, circumstances beyond our control, right? Like, what do we do when circumstances beyond our control have us feeling trapped, especially when it feels like it's someone else's circumstance, right? Like a partner's circumstance. Um, But damn, yeah, what do we do? What do we do? Um, Okay, so I grabbed my Marseille tarot deck and I wanted to know what does the future of caretaking look like? Um, And the first card that came up, this is a French deck, right? Roy de Baton. And uh, that's the that's the king of wands. And I feel like this is you, Aries. This is you. So it's really important to understand, right, that like you are somebody who you don't have a ton of patience for this. And I really want to speak to, you know, your history and your triggers with it. Right. That's really powerful. And that, you know, on top of that, being this Aries, like wanting a lot of space, wanting to be able to do your own thing, wanting freedom is the very first card that came up in regards to this. So it is really showing that it's hard for you. Um, the next card is another wands card. It's the nine of wands. And this is a card about, um, you know, this is when, uh, 
It's not good. It's not good. The, the nine of wands. It's it's it is about um, feeling under siege, right? So we're looking, at, you know, basically asking like, what does this look like? You know, it, it kind of in the near future. It looks like it's going to continue to be really freaking rough on you. Okay, it looks like, it looks like it's going to be what it is. Then you get the four of cups. Um, you know, the four of cups with the four of cups, things might stabilize a little bit, right? But not quite enough to trust it. Um, so it's interesting, you know, if you think I'm looking at the Marseille deck, which just shows four cups, but in the Rider weight, we have the person who's has four cups being presented to him and he doesn't like any of them, right? It's not, it's not, it's not enough. And then in the Rider weight, I'm sorry, in the top deck, it's about everything's beautiful. The cups are beautiful, but the waves are choppy and we can't really trust it. So either way, there might be a little movement, but it's not going to be enough to bring you out of the state that you're in, this, the state of, of upset that you're in about this, okay? You asked about your mother-in-law. What does her health look like moving forward? Um, the very first card that comes up is Reine de P, the Queen of Swords. I'm guessing this is this woman. Um, you know, and she is a woman, you know, classically the Queen of Swords is a woman alone. She is either a widow or, you know, she's just, she's on her own uh, and she doesn't have romance in her life. I just think that this is who this is. Um, what's really great is you got the, the the next card is the six of discs success in the physical world right where our physical bodies live so i do believe that she is going to get a little better but then you know on the other side valet de coupe it's a valet it's a page page of cups um and that's really interesting i feel like this is a caretaker of the page of cups this is a person who's actually kind of learning um how to be um learning more about the world of emotions, right? Learning about the emotional realm, the realm of feelings, the realm of compassion, commitment. I am in no way saying that you are ignorant of these things, but I think this is a masterclass, right? This is a big lesson. I think this woman is going to get better, but I think she's still going to require care from, from you and your husband for a while. So what are you going to do? Um, will you guys ever be alone again? That was a question that you asked. And I'm here to happily tell you, yes. You guys will be alone again. Um, the very first card that came up is the lover, right? And I'm like, oh, this is important, you know? That is, a, you know, basically a yes card. Uh, but then you got the, the um, I'm sorry, the ace of discs, right? So a new material reality presenting itself to you. And then you got another valet, which is a page, the valet de baton. So it's like, it's really interesting because batons are your suit as a fire sign. Um, and I feel like you've already been represented a little bit as the valet of cups, or it also could be your husband. But I see like there's there's a way in which if you allow this situation to um, teach you new things, I know that that's really hard because you're just like, I don't fucking want to know these things. Guess what? This is a part of the life that I don't actually want to know that much about. I don't want to learn that much about. And also, I've learned it already. I already was here, you know, but I have to say that this is a different situation than your childhood. And I know that you're going to be triggered and it's going to feel familiar and that's going to feel really scary, but it is different. And there's different things to be learned, you know, as an adult and as a partner to your husband. So, you will, you guys will get to be together again. But, um, and I think, I think that you're going to come out on the other side of this with a sense of newness to each other. And I'm getting that from the valet de baton. So, um, but you know, I wanted to know, like, you know, can you get some here? Now, here's when I ask questions that nobody asked me to help, which is this codependent of me? Am I a codependent tarot reader? I might be. So I wanted to know, is there a way to get some assistance for this woman besides you guys? Like, is putting her in a care home something that should be on the table? What about getting some home help, like a home nurse? And, you know, you're probably laughing out loud listening to this because the answer is a very strong no from the tarot. Ten of swords, ten of cups, five of cups. Like, no. There's either no money for that, there's no interest in that, maybe all of the above, whatever. For whatever reason, that's not that's not the way. That's not the way. Um but I did want to know something about you. I wanted to know, um, you know, how can you help yourself? Because this looks like a situation that's not going to resolve itself anytime soon, right? Um, so I, I pulled three cards on like, can, is there something that you can, can do to help yourself out? And the first card that came up is the seven of discs. So, you know, I, I'm worried that you're going to fall into a sort of depression if you haven't already, um, 
you know, it is, you know, it is that fear of failure thing. So um, you might feel a little discouraged or maybe you're like, oh, there's this thing I can do. And then it turns out you can't do it. And you're just like, oh, forget it. I can't help myself. But the card that comes right after that is the fool. So like, yes, yes, there is something, something different, something new, something wild that you can do to give yourself something that you need. Are you going to have a totally perfect experience? No, not right now. You're not. You will, though. You will at some point. But you've got to get through this and you've got to be able to like humble yourself a little bit to take in whatever these lessons are that um, that fucking life wants you to learn. I'm sorry to say um, it is seven o'clock. I know I'm going over, but I just wanted to get through the rest of this. Um, next up after that eight of eight of wands to about a lot of energy moving quickly do it do it please take care of yourself as much as you can because you are definitely taking care of your mother-in-law for a minute okay um you guys it's 704 i'm either going to watch white lotus which i've never watched or i'm gonna bake a cake i haven't decided what feels like the nicer thing for me right now um you're all the best thank you so much for your compassion your support being like models of how to be humans in the world. Um, I hope to see you all back here again next week. Message me your questions. You know, I'm going to try and get to them. Um, I'll also try and get to them here. And, you know, uh, we're all rooting for each other. It's so sweet. It just brings a tear to my eye. Um, I want to say if any of you guys are in Brooklyn, I'm going to be in Brooklyn August 1st at Books Are Magic. I got a new book coming out called Knocking Myself Up. I'm going to be doing a reading there. I'd love to meet any of you in person. Um, I have other other things coming up. I'll announce them, you know, one at a time. I'll tease them out for you guys. Okay. All right. Have a great night and I'll see you next Thursday. Hi, friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot live right here on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, aspiration, all in real time. Want me to do a reading for you? Just download the Spotify Live app for free today. It's available in the App Store, and you can join me every week I go live. You'll be able to meet really unique people, chat with other listeners, and even ask questions of your own. Remember, you can always listen to Ask the Tarot live on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Want to be part of the conversation? Download the Spotify Live app for free today and make sure to follow the Ask the Tarot show page to be notified every time we go live.